see where this shit fucking goes. All right, we're recording. We're using microphones, everybody. Big time. Jason is uh, putting on glasses for some reason. I don't. I, why are you putting on glasses? Are you doing some reading? I always wear glasses, but it was raining out, so I didn't want to. Oh, I, I hate when my. It's raining outside. Oh, it's kind of sprinkling. It's the end of January, everybody, and it's raining <laughs> in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That is awful. Uh, almost as bad as our. Uh, Sound quality on the podcast. Of late. I keep getting notices from people telling me how shitty it is, and I'm completely aware that it's shitting. But you know, our producer, he's never fucking showed up ever. Where is intern Johnny? Intern Johnny's here? stuck in an elevator, I'm sure, somewhere. <laughs> but uh, what I'm trying to say is, we have no fucking producer. You're relying on a middle-aged man to figure out all this technical bullshit. And uh, also a middle-aged man who really doesn't give a shit about any of it as well, too. So the, the quality of the podcast, I would like to be better. But then it becomes, uh, fuck it. No, I gotta do it now? I have to do it? Well, fuck that horse shit. So, but uh, anyway, everybody, uh, thank you for coming and listening to the Elemental Podcast uh, live. It's a Thursday, January 30th, 2020, 7.03 of the p.m. Uh, with me. Is pretty much almost all of the time. We got uh, Jason over there. Thank you for showing up, Jason, in the rain and the shit. Uh, hopefully the drive home won't be too bad for you. But we're missing our other co-host. Uh, fuck her. Uh, that's all I have to say. Uh, she doesn't care about the podcast anymore. Uh, who really knows what the hell Jamie is doing right now. So we, uh, we need to continue with the podcast without her. So we'll see. This uh, talk talk more, Jason. I need you All to talk right, you more. Want one of my pieces for today. Sure. Is it the a hole of the day? You want to start with the a hole of the day? Let's start with a hole of the day. All right. Our a hole of the day is Walter Hallbig. All right. Where's Walter from? Do we Walter have, is he a Florida man? Is indeed a Florida man. They're always assholes in Florida. Everybody. For years, Walter gained notoriety as a Sandy Hook conspiracy theorist. Oh, so is this the 60-year-old man who was sending out emails? Oh, I thought it said he was, this guy was like 73, but I don't know. Well, either way, he's an old fuck who's he's sending out emails. That's been... what I was most impressed by, the technological advanced uh, thing of this fucking boomer. But go ahead. Um, he's been seen on Alex Jones' Infowar program. Yes. Spreading false claims that Sandy Sandy Hook was a hoax aimed at confiscating Americans' firearms. I don't understand how anyone can believe that Sandy Hook was a hoax. Like, they're getting all that information from this fucking Alex Jones fucker. And Alex Jones, in the article it says, got much of his information, at least early on, from this individual. So this guy in Florida is the source of these awful rumors. He was, it said something to the effect of him and Alex Jones basically fed each other. <laughs> so, gotcha. So they're both, they're, they're these fucking idiots, they, these are the guys who are like going, uh, Hillary Clinton is running a pedophile ring out of a closet in a pizzeria. These are the fucking same assholes. Yeah. And doing, how does anyone like legitimately, Jason, how does anyone legitimately watch this fucking show and go, this is real news? That's a good question. I've never actually sat and watched it to know. I've just seen Howard Stern's impersonation of it. 
Well, just, I mean, it takes you, it should take you about five seconds to realize that Alex Jones is a raving lunatic that no one should ever take, uh, take for seriously. I assume he rivaled in popularity somewhat Glenn Beck. I guess. I don't know. I don't know much about Glenn Beck. I mean, he seems to be just as much of an asshole, maybe without the, the paranoia. Yeah, I would say I have heard Glenn Beck once or twice. He, yeah, he does sound a little more sane, but... Mm. Um. <laughs> well, what did Walter do? Do they make Walters anymore? Well, um, Is there a three-year-old named Walter out there? <laughs> yeah, that's like one question. Of there are no... Name. Walters like need to fucking die out. Um, during the time he was spreading false claims, he sent uh, to try to legitimize his conspiracy theories, sent hundreds of requests to Newtown and Connecticut officials demanding documents, including photographs of the murder scene and receipts for the cleanup. And during that time, he's also been a serial harasser of the families of victims. Why would anyone owe this piece of shit anything? Well, you were just a citizen in Florida who has nothing to do with shit. Why does anyone owe him photographs of the murder scene? If I was a parent of one of the kids that was murdered, uh, I should be allowed to go to Florida and kill Walter. Well, it's interesting you mention the parents because that's... Is that what he comes up as our asshole of the day? Uh, one of the people he specifically targeted was Leonard Posner. Okay. And Leonard's six. Year are they making any more Leonards? Where, where, there are no two year olds named Leonard anymore. <laughs> Leonard and Lenny may be a thing of the past as well. Although Leonard gave his son an old fashioned name. Oh, yeah? Whose, his son was a six year old who died in the shooting, but his son's name was Noah. Yeah. Don't run into I think Noah's coming either. back, though. I think it's one of those weird names that's coming oh, back. Okay. I met a college kid named Noah. I think yeah. it's weird, though. Yeah, if a, I was going to name someone like from the Bible, it wouldn't be Noah. There's like a director that's a Noah Emmerich or something like that, there, I think. Uh, I think I would name my kid Judas just to <laughs> fuck his life over right from the beginning. Judas Hitler. <laughs> McAllister. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Ju- we're going to talk about Hitler later, so that's, that's funny that you brought up Hitler. But Okay, so Noah and Leonard and Walter. Yeah, uh, Leonard, uh, the reason he specifically targeted Leonard Posner was Leonard Posner founded Honor which is a network of volunteers who seek to expunge online content targeting victims of the the Sandy Hook tragedy. Does it stand for anything? It sounds like that would be an acronym, Honor. Yeah, it does, but... So it's like his uh, onerous uh, name, something stupid. I hate... Why does everything uh, have a, to be a fucking acronym nowadays? Interestingly, it, it appears as an acronym because it's H-O-N-R, but in this New York Times H-O-N-R. article, which you would think would be thorough, they don't say... Well, the New York Times is a liberal piece of shit. You can just ask Leonard that. <laughs> Leonard and fucking uh, Alex Jones will tell you as much. So Walter Target... Leonard's not the whack job. Walter's yeah. the whack job. Walter, oh, Walter sorry, Walter's decided the to retaliate against Leonard Posner. Yes, yes. By obtaining and repeatedly, repeatedly making public Leonard Posner's address, social security oh. number, date of birth, and other personal information to enable other conspiracy theorists to hunt down, abuse, and terrorize Mr. Posner yeah. and his family. What is that? That's called doxing, right? And I'm not sure what that stands for, what that is, but that's when you post people's public information. Yeah, he was finally, the reason he made our asshole the day, he was finally arrested on Monday. Good. 
I, did the cops County, beat him? Florida. Please tell me the cops beat him. Isn't that like part of the law that if you're arrested in Florida, they beat you? You should put it on your computer while I'm doing this. Okay. Look up for Walter Halbig images. Okay. Because I was going to send Does he look like a piece of shit? Does he look homeless? My, uh, my impression is He looks like he took a beating. If you see his jail photo, he looks like his yeah. face looks messed up. How do you spell his last name? H A L B I G. H A L. What is Good it? For H A L B I G. Walter Halbig. Walter Halbig. <laughs> for our own conspiracy theorist. Walter oh, yeah. One, Jesus. Two, seven, Osceola Court. No. <laughs> yeah, please. God damn. He looks like uh, he would be a character in uh, Total Recall. Where uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to Mars and he's got oh, a yeah. fake costume. I mean, that's what it looks like. He would like. be Arnold when Arnold's oxygen deprived in it. Once right, and his eyes explode from his face. Yeah. Walter, you look. I hope you're listening to this, Walter. You look like a piece of shit. Well, probably because you are a piece of shit. So he was when he was arrested. He was charged with unlawful possession of personal identification. Yeah. He was released on bond, but he'll appear in court in late February in his charge, which hopefully he's convicted and fully sentenced. He yes. has a maximum penalty of a year in prison. I, it should be more. Could fuck this guy, and then Leonard should be able to go down and kick Walter's ass. Uh, and the cops should hold down uh, Walter as Leonard's doing it. <laughs> Since he likes to share personal information when he's in prison, he should have uh, his uh, jumpsuit should say, I'm Walter Halden. <laughs> Uh, I think he should share his butthole to the other prisoners. Yeah, he's going to be sharing more than personal information. Get over here, cracker. I got something to show you. My huge cock. Uh, Yeah, he is is the asshole of the day. I am, uh, more power to you, Walter. I am impressed by his uh, computer prowess in being able to find out information. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Does it say on there how old he is? Uh, I thought you said he was 71, right? I was thinking I don't see it. I mean, he looks pretty fucking old. If you were to tell me this guy was 71. 73. 73, so even older. Good for him. He's doing shit that I know I couldn't do. I couldn't find information. Interestingly, he was a former Florida public school security administrator. He's a current cunt is what he (laughs) is. Uh, Walter, uh, I hope you die and uh, rest in hell. Uh, I'd like to talk about a boomer real quick, because this guy, he's 71, he'd be a boomer, right? Well, that'll almost lead into one of my other topics of discussion for tonight. For boomers? Well, I want to tell you about a boomer. I ran into a boomer, and it's weird talking to boomers. I don't have... Before you begin, what exactly is a boomer? I never. A boomer's an old fuck. An old fuck? I don't know the the age bracket, but uh, I'll Google it here right quick. But essentially, it's they're, they're after the greatest generation, I suppose. It's the people who, the World War II people who came home and fought, and then they had these children, and now they are baby boomers. So they'd be like born in the late 40s? To, uh, yeah, to, let me see, age range, here we go. Uh, 40, it's saying 44 to 64. So uh, they would be fifty-five to seventy-five. So that guy would be a boomer. He's right at the he outside. He is right. Age. He is one of the boomer. first baby boomers. But I met a guy. If I'm faint, I gotta blame it on you, Hawks, because you're sitting on my cord. <laughs> I met a guy today in talking with him. Uh, some of the words and terminology that he expressed just kind of astounded me. 
and I think it's... Uh, he didn't mean it in a bad way. Uh, he used a racist term. Uh, it just rolled off the tongue for him. And he, uh, he referred to an African-American as colored. Called him colored. And it was like, it didn't even stop to think. He didn't even think that maybe I shouldn't say colored in front of these people, but he just said colored. And he did it in a way where I knew he didn't mean any harm by it. Well, because he the, grew up with the N-word. Right, right, right. right. So, yeah, he, he's, he he's toned it down by, yeah. by calling people <laughs> colored. But what he did is he he was saying it in that, because he was going to this guy's wedding. He's like, yeah, I'm going to my buddy's wedding. He was a security guard. Uh, we used to work together, whatever this that. He's colored. And it was very just kind of like, well, first of all, this information I didn't really need to have. I don't take care of what kind of racist guy is. But then it's weird that you're calling him colored, but you're doing it in a way where, like, I legitimately think you like this dude because you're going to his wedding. But then you use a term that I think I, maybe if you said it to him, and I don't, maybe because this gentleman, this African-American gentleman, probably also is a boomer, that maybe he wouldn't care. He's so used to being called colored that he wouldn't really give a shit. But it was just strange to me that he would call this guy, his friend, apparently, colored. Yeah. What other terms do you think people of that generation use? They use without even a moment's hesitation. Oh, I mean, there would be, like, you could go over a slew of racial slurs, right? They'd use the, did you Jew them down? Yeah, did you Jew them down? The whole gypsy thing, too. It's a gypsy thing. Like, did you jip them? And that's like a slur against gypsies, which is, I don't know, weird to me, but okay. Uh, Yeah, did you Jew them down? Uh, Probably, like, wet back or chank, things like that. The yellows. Uh, Things like that would be my guess. So, But it's, it's just weird to me that... You know, he, he, he has children because he was talking to me about his own kids and he's got grandkids. I mean, he's got to be relatively aware of this is probably not a term that you should use and probably not a term that you should use with someone that you don't particularly know because, uh, I mean, some people are probably going to get in your face if you say shit like that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it made me feel uncomfortable. Do you think they... Uh, do you think they... Just stay in safe circles? Do you think he has an awareness? He does not have an awareness. He clearly has zero awareness of what he said. Because he said it more than once. So if you're saying it more than once, you you clearly you're feeling very comfortable with it. And so I don't know, maybe maybe it's my fault. Maybe I should have said, hey man, uh, please don't use that term. And it's going to become, I'm sure in like 10, 15 years from now, if I were to refer to someone as black, like that will be like as offensive as colored or something like that. Are you ever in a situation where they like admit to what they're saying, they acknowledge that it's wrong, but they try to, by the way they acknowledge it, try to bring you in. Like they say, they cup their hand and go, they don't like to be called that, but. No, not really. Uh, you know, they might blame it or excuse it on, like, well, when I was a kid, that's what we called them or whatever. So that'd be like, uh, I was at this comedy show last night, and this guy was, uh, he made a joke about where someone called him a faggot or he called someone else a faggot. And he's like, yeah, I was a kid in the 90s, and we called everybody faggots, right? right. And it's kind of like, I get it, because, yeah, I used to call everybody faggot or gay or whatever. Retarded. And I was just kind of like... retarded. Yeah, retarded. <laughs> I mean, it was just words that we use. But now it's like I realize, like, I'm not supposed to say that, and I try to call myself from saying that. 
and I get that it's offensive to a lot of people. To me, particularly the word retarded, it's not as offensive to me as like faggot. Like I completely get the word faggot and people get mad. People probably listening to this right now are like, Stu, please stop saying faggot, okay? You said faggot like 18 times and that's about 19 times too many. So please stop saying faggot. Well, I always find the, the hand, I find the situations where they kind of whisper to you. Oh. I find that the most awkward exchange. Like well, like they're letting like, you in on a little secret or something? Like they're almost like they're getting your acceptance. Right. Almost like Wink, wink, approving. nudge, nudge. Yes. Because if you're, if you're sitting in a conversation with me, and say you're not, you, if sure. you're sitting there and you're talking to me about the colored guy. Right. Over and over. Right. I don't really think about I mean, I'm aware it's happening. Yes. But I don't think about it. It doesn't make for an awkward interchange because I'm just thinking in my head, oh, this guy's oblivious or intentional yeah. or whatever. He's oblivious or he's a racist. And usually it's like, I don't, for me, it's like, I don't want to be around this guy anymore. Right. But I don't feel included. I don't yeah. feel oh, like right. I'm condoning it. I don't want to be included. <laughs> no. But when they go, right, I don't like to be called that. Right. But, but you're not. And they kind of, it's almost like they're trying to pull you into the yes. circle of inclusion. And that's where I get awkward. Well, and like, that's when I wish I had the courage to be like, no, motherfucker, <laughs> please stop saying colored. I'm not cool with that. So it was just very weird. I was in that situation where you said word. And then, okay, this is where I want you remove your hat. Uh, podcasting hat and put on your insurance man hat. Okay? okay, have you done that? You got your insurance man hat on right now? Oh, there man. it is. He's got it on. I've even got insurance charges. Oh shit! I don't, please, I do not want to look at that. It'll give me a headache for days. Uh, the reason I did it, the same. This is the same gentleman who uh, is calling people colors. He, uh, I'm sitting there next to him, and he. Uh, I guess it's insurance fraud is what he was committing. I I don't know. He um he had he got into a car accident, right? And his his car screwed up. Uh, someone hit him, and so you know it's not you know it wasn't any of his fault. He was like at a stop sign. And he got rear-ended. There you go. So his car's in the shop. It's getting fixed. They gave him a rental, and apparently they they were calling him back yesterday or they texted him yesterday and they're like yeah car's fixed um you're going to need to return the rental tomorrow meaning today and uh he's with me and uh he's he's on the phone and he's like i'm just going to tell him i'm out of town and i can't return the car i can't i i need the car until sunday and i'm i'm listening to him have this conversation with the rental guy and he's getting angry because the rental guy is like, oh, no, your car is fixed. And he's like, it's not fixed until I look at it. Da, da, da. And he's yelling and he's having all this shit. And I'm like, all of this is a complete lie. So this boomer who likes calling people colors is now, is it insurance fraud? Is that insurance fraud? Um, well, yeah, I'm sure technically, but the, the uh, what I get forced to see from the average people on a daily basis makes that minor in comparison. Oh, sure. But I just, to me, it was just kind of weird of, like, what this guy was doing. Like, he's doing it right next to me. I'm hearing the conversation. I hear him completely making up falsehoods and stuff. And I'm like, oh, and I didn't even really understand why he needed the car. Like, you go get your car now, man. Get your car back. 
I don't know. I don't know if he fell in love with the fucking uh, the rental car that he had or not. But I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Again, another thing that I felt really. Com- I wanted to yell like, he's full of shit. He's lying. He's in town. Come get your rental, motherfucker. It was very strange. All right, I'll give you an insurance story. Oh, I love insurance fraud. <laughs> This dates back 20-plus years, but it's always stuck in my mind because it involved a pastor at a church. Oh, shit. Of course a religious man fucking committed <laughs> fraud. And uh, he called up and uh, had his home insurance with us. Yes. And, uh, his wife was working as a housekeeper. Okay. Cleaning houses. And while she was cleaning a house, she happened to be vacuuming and ran over an ink pen on the ground. Oh, all right. And it burst got ink all over the people's carpet. All right. Which would not be covered by their home insurance because she was working as an employee for this person. Oh, okay. So, which I, I think I took the original call and explained that to him. And it began a series of calls where the story evolved. And I, I witnessed this time and again in the insurance business where the story evolved, begins to change to try to fit the circumstance to the coverage. Sure. And so eventually the story that they wanted turned into the insurance carrier was that she happened to be visiting a friend's house and decided to help out with a little vacuuming. Oh, so her employee became a friend? No, so she as the employee became a friend. The, the employer, I meant. Yes, right. the employer is right. a friend, gotcha. To get it covered. Right. So how do you, would you go like, fuck you, bitch? We know you're lying. We got eyes all over the place. <laughs> I largely, in that circumstance, and largely ever since, if the people want to bullshit, who am I to talk them out of it? It's sure. kind of my, I don't propose to them the idea, but if their intent on their story changes and they're saying, this is what I am saying now happened, I guess I just fucking go with it. I don't. Because <laughs> it, 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 it's so commonplace that... If you were correcting the morality of your clients, you'd be clearing out large swaths of well, clients. Well, what had happened is he, uh, there were two guys that the boomer was talking to. The first guy he got really heated at, and he's like, da, 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 I want, I'm going to talk to your boss, Steve, or whatever his name was, and Steve's going to correct this, and da, da, da. he was really getting at the guy, and Steve, the boss was more agreeable because I think maybe he had the same attitude that you had. I'm like, fuck it, all right, this guy's got the rental car an extra three days. Let's let him get the fuck out of here. I don't want to deal with this bullshit. Yeah, that would be, if I was the rental manager, I'd probably say, you might want to call the body shop and make sure they're on the same page as you, but otherwise I'm not fucking getting involved. Does it ultimately do damage, though? It's kind of like the whole concept of, to me, in my brain, I'm thinking, alright, is this like shoplifting? Or like, eh, the guy just stole the candy bar, well, what the fuck ever. But then it ultimately becomes like, if everybody walked into that store and stole a candy bar, then what are the fucking repercussions? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're, and you're right. And I related to a more an incident I was aware of that probably had a more direct correlation. Yep. We had some friends who were back in high school that worked at a Burger King. Okay. And it was Burger King in a particularly bad part of town. Yes. They're always in a bad part of town. It's Burger King, man. <laughs> I mean, this one was in the bad part of town. All right. But uh, the patrons of Burger King became aware that, uh, discovered that if they called Burger King and complained, 
that they would get in the mail a free Whopper meal card. Oh, okay. And it became so prevalent at this Burger King that just hundreds of these free Whopper meal cards were getting <laughs> Everybody's rolling in. in. And I couldn't help but think as a high school, I thought, boy, this is why our Whopper costs so much. Cause right. Because all these fuckers are calling I mean, in and I would see stacks of these Whopper, Whopper meal cards that they right. had at the restaurant. Well, that's, that's when I get frustrated with the whole the customer is never wrong. Because I'm like... I'd say 90% of the time the customer is fucking wrong. Fuck them. They're assholes and they're not going to get what they want. They're complaining to ultimately get something. Right. right? They're not the, even upset the, with the, the free Whopper, the, the fucking Whopper the car rental for three extra days, all this horseshit. Right. And I think ultimately it does do damage to everything. Oh, I mean, when you I, see hundreds at one location right. of free Whopper meals going out the door, right. you know the rest of us that buy a Whopper are paying for those Whopper meals. And ultimately, I'm only assuming the franchise is like gets hurt by it, right? Like they, if they keep throwing food out the door because of some assholes, so... Yeah, that's when one you're of like, a few Burger King locations that's closed in this town. That's when you need to have fights at Burger King. That's when I'm cool with the staff coming from behind the counter and throwing some haymakers. <laughs> the, you're going to get it our way, bitch. Right in the mouth. <laughs> we talked about Hitler uh, briefly. Uh, what was oh, it? So whatever coordinator, whatever it was. Judas Hitler McAllister. <laughs> yes, there is the, uh, we, this is a recap of the story. Uh, the Grand Valley State uh, football offensive coordinator. He was offensive. Hello. Um, the student newspaper, apparently you said they asked him to name three people he'd like to have lunch with or something. Yeah. And then uh, one of the three. Historical figures. One of the three was Hitler. Yeah, and uh, Columbus, I forget we, we discussed was. this JFK, Columbus, and Hitler, yeah, strange right. three there. But uh, we discussed this on Monday. Basically, I think we all came to the conclusion like it was a weird choice, but he wasn't saying like he condoned Hitler's thought process. He wasn't like, fuck the Jews. It was more just kind of like he was a guy who convinced people to do atrocities. And if you were able to do that, it'd be no different than, like, uh, it was a Jim Jones getting everybody to drink the fucking poison Kool-Aid, right? right. Exactly. So you're, you're a charismatic leader, and you got people to do awful shit. How did you do it? And exactly. so that's why he wants to sit down with Adolf Hitler. Weird choice, but whatever. Hitler probably would have convinced him to kill himself. <laughs> he, was, he was not part of the Aryan race. Uh, you must die. <laughs> So, uh, it would be awkward when the Grand Valley football team took the took the field and everybody in the stands. Jesus, saluted the Jesus. No, no, Jason, I don't want this podcast canceled over Hitler comments. But uh, his name Morris Berger. Morris Berger. He uh, he resigned today. Did you hear that, Jason? I I just saw it before I came. Over. Yeah, they, he was suspended. Uh, he just, and actually it's weird, he only got hired on the 20th. So 10 days ago, he got hired. So he's this new football coach. And maybe that's why the the student newspaper interviewed him. But uh, 10 days later, this motherfucker's gone. He resigned. And uh, someone asked, like, well, why did he resign? And it came out that uh, he just did not want to be a distraction. Right? He said, uh, here's his quote. Over the last 11 years, I've taken great pride in the responsibility and privilege of being a teacher, coach, mentor, and a valued member of the community. 
I was excited and proud to be at Grand Valley, and I'm disappointed that I, I will not get the opportunity to help these players in 2020. However, I do not want to be a distraction to these kids, this great university, or Coach Mitchell as they begin preparations for the upcoming season. And I get it, but I feel like maybe he was nudged out the door either by Coach Mitchell or Grand Valley State. Because, yeah, I, I agree, it's probably a bit of a distraction, but it's a silly distraction, right? What does he do next? What of your him do you do? He's probably going to be coaching like high school football somewhere. That would be my guess. Like he's clearly the dude's getting a demotion. Uh, this is D two football that he was coached for, so he'll probably go down to D three or he'll be coaching at a high school somewhere. Uh, I, I I can only assume it's not like this guy will never coach again. He looks like a relatively young man, probably his early thirties. While we were talking up to see what like, first, I had to look up the guy's name. Do you remember? Yeah, Morris Berger. No, I was thinking of somebody related, do you, not related to him specifically. But do you remember the name George O'Leary? Uh, no. Who's George, George O'Leary? O'Leary was the coach that Notre Dame hired for the 2001 season uh-huh. and he came from Georgia Tech but his had uh, an extremely short stint in South Bend because okay. shortly after he was hired yep Notre Dame discovered that he lied on his resume okay he claimed he earned three letters in football from the University of New Hampshire where in fact he never played in one game huh this guy was padding his resumes. Well, I, yeah, in 2001, I imagine it was probably easier to pad stuff. Like people probably weren't as uh, internet savvy. Well, he got busted quickly. I remember. Oh, did the he? Time because now I'm just looking to try to see what became of him. Well, in this, they say head coach Mitchell was saying the controversy had been a difficult time for everybody, but nothing in the school's background or reference checks indicated that they would find anything like this. So to me, again, it's not. This guy, he just said something dumb. He said something dumb. So does that mean that he should lose his job over saying something dumb? I've said a lot of dumb shit in my days, everybody. <laughs> and uh, usually you guys hear this on the podcast. Mondays and Thursdays, Patreon on Saturday, I say something stupid. So, But I don't think he should have lost his job. It's silly. Well, the good news for him is if George O'Leary is any... Uh Example of what yeah. could become of him. Where did he end up? George O'Leary, after he was he was uh, resigned five days after being hired at Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, he then was an assistant coach for the Minnesota Vikings All from right. 2002 to 2004. And uh, he became the head coach of the UFC, UCF Knights. I don't know. I've never heard of that. The oh. University of Central Florida. And he was there from 2004 to 2015. They used to call themselves the Black Knights, I think. And then there was some weird racial shit with that. And he is a boomer. Yeah, yes, he's a fucking boomer. He was born in 1946. He, yeah, uh, the, the C in UCF stands for colored. The <laughs> University of Colored Football, according to George O'Leary. Which would be, if you were the um, athletic director. Yeah. Which would be worse, the guy who lied on his resume or yeah. the guy who within 10 days of being hired cites oh. Hitler as someone who he'd like to have dinner with? Uh, maybe it's just me. I would I would say probably the guy who lied on his resume. For me, because that's, that's like he's, he's trying to get away with something. He is legitimately lying to you about his credentials and his past. Where this guy's just like, yeah, hey, hey 
who do you want to have lunch with? And he said Hitler. I mean, would it, would it have been different if he said, uh, I would like to have lunch with uh, General Palpatine of the Empire, right? <laughs> They're like, oh my God, that guy's killed more people than Hitler did. He killed millions of people. He blew up planets. That guy's fucking awful. You're fired, right? Like, I, To me, it seems silly. I don't, maybe the listeners listening to this are like, fuck you, Stu. The guy should have been fired. Uh, he just made a bad mistake. He, you know, he's... He could have said Genghis Khan. We talked about it on Monday. He could have said Genghis Khan or Stalin or Mussolini or any of these assholes. Trump. Idi Amin. Yeah, Trump. Trump. I don't know if we'd want to say Trump right now. We just, just lost half our... Well, I can't say we lost half our audience because I don't know if too many people who are uh, fans of Trump listen to this podcast. If the, if the George O'Leary case is anything for him to aspire to after being fired by Notre Dame, he went on to... He did all right. He coached. Not only did he do all right coaching, but he won yeah. Coach of the Year four times. What? Different, different uh, conferences after. Sure. These are all after. After the lying on the After episode. the Notre Dame debacle. I mean, that. He said what? He played at the University of New Hampshire? Who the fuck even knew the University of New Hampshire had a football team? Who I've never heard of him. Mostly in his resume. What's the mascot of the University of New Hampshire? The f- fucking Billy Goats? What yes. the hell are they? <laughs> the Possums? The University of New Hampshire Possums. The is a lie on this. Wikipedia article. Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think Mr. Berger will probably be okay. Uh, I don't think he'll ever do as uh, well as uh, the other guy there, but uh, it's unfortunate. Have you ever lost a job from saying something stupid? No, but I worked for family most of my life. So like, oh God, I would, away with a lot. I would call my family fuckers all the time. <laughs> you do want to know someone who lost a job over something stupid, other than uh, Mr. Berger? Yeah. Do you know the comedian? Katie? Do you know the comedian? <laughs> no. Do you know the comedian Ari Shafir? Um, just my name. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not a fan of uh, Mr. Shafir necessarily. I don't really know his stuff. I know he's kind of uh, abrasive, and he says what's on his mind and whatever. Uh, he's he was supposed to have been at Grins like twice, and he bailed both times. So uh, I'm like, all right, whatever about this guy. Does this happen? What guys bailing at Grins? Yeah. Well, here here's the thing, and I'm gonna let everybody. I'm gonna reveal uh, the behind the scenes curtain of Doctor Grins County Club in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, it's a great club. It's a great club, but. Uh, it doesn't mean anything to most people. So if they're able to, if someone's able to get something else, they'll probably cancel on Grins pretty quick. And then, I mean, and it's usually like, I got a television gig, I got a movie offer, it's something like that, which you're like, fuck, yeah, no, I get it. Like, I was supposed to work with Mark Norman down at the comedy club in Louisville, and he got the opportunity to be on the Colbert program, on the Late Show or whatever, sure. with Stephen Colbert. I'm like, yeah, of course he's going to fucking take that gig. Right? It was a Friday night spot he got. It's not like he's going to come do Louisville on Thursday, leave Friday morning and do Colbert, and then come back and do Louisville on Saturday. It's not going to fucking happen like that. So he quit. Like, the week before. That's what you got to do. Would you want to be on a TV show in front of millions? Or do you want to do fucking the comedy club in Louisville, uh, Kentucky for, uh, I don't know, maximum of like 600 people? Right. I must always like comedians who stars and on the rise because I've never I I always buy my tickets well in advance for Dr. Grins. I've never sure. had a show canceled on me. <laughs> uh, yeah. you know I, I I the reason I also like Dr. Grins is we don't get too many of these people who are kind of celebrity acts. There's not a ton of celebrity right. acts. Those are the ones who are going to cancel for whatever fucking reason. Like I don't like guys like uh, Steve O and shit like that. 
Uh, Tom Green's probably the only celebrity act that I actually like because he's a good dude. I got to meet a good dude, and he's a funny dude. He's a little weird, but he's a funny dude. So, But uh, Ari Shafir, uh, he got in trouble over some tweets. Some tweets, Jason. You're on. You're on the. You're on the Twitter now, man. You're gonna get in trouble for some of your tweets. I have got the tweet. I've replied. Oh, you replied to some shit. <laughs> well, he tweeted about Kobe and like, oh, oh boy, he did what we said. Oh shit! Too soon. He called Kobe colored. No, just kidding. He didn't, he didn't do that. He called Kobe faggot. Kobe some get a faggot. Oh no, he didn't do that. He basically, uh, boy, what did he? He tweeted. Uh, uh, he tweeted a selfie video saying, Kobe Bryant died 23 years too late today. He got away with rape because all the Hollywood liberals who attack comedy enjoy rooting for the Lakers more than they dislike rape. Big ups to the hero who forgot to gas up his chopper. I hate the Lakers. What a great day. And I saw the tweet. I'm not, someone else either liked it or retweeted it or whatever. And I'm like going... I don't know what's real and what's satire because I know he's a comedian. Uh, so is he saying this as a joke or is he saying this because he fucking hates him? Like he's a huge Knicks fan or whatever. He's like, yeah, fuck, fuck the Lakers. I mean, I'm a Knicks fan. When, as you read it, it didn't sound like a joke to me. <laughs> right. No, it doesn't. It didn't sound. It's not funny to me. It's like, it's something like I would read, uh, an awful open micer would write the same kind of tweet. And I'm like, ah, this someone's just kind of tacky. But he defended himself. He said, every time a beloved celebrity dies, I post some horrible shit about them. I've been doing it for years now. I like destroying gods. And right when a famous person dies, they're at their most worshipped. So as a response to all the outpouring of sympathy on social media, I post something vile. It's just a joke. I don't really hate any of the people. But... As a result of the tweet, too late, Ari! Whether you meant it as a joke or not, people are coming for you. This is the cancer culture that we live in. Uh, uh, what, is, what was his job that he lost? He's a comedian. He lost uh, working at the New York City uh, Comedy Club. They're okay, no longer so going to book him. I didn't know if he had, he had some bookings. Uh, and his management said, uh, fuck off. We're not representing <laughs> this guy anymore. So, is there uh, a picture of this guy? Ari? Yeah, right there. Look at this guy. Look at that. Oh, he, look at that fucking Jew. I just got canceled because I called him a Jew. He is a Jew, but uh, it's weird that you is that a factual? Jew that he is a Jew. No, the, yeah, the tweet. Did Kobe rape someone? I guess I thought. I don't oh know yeah, yeah, yeah. years ago, years ago in Colorado, like twenty plus years ago, he. There was the accusation from a woman in Colorado that he raped her. She was like a, a hotel staff okay, member. So I heard a story about a hotel thing, but yep. I thought it was just that he was having an affair on his nope. wife or something. No, nope. he apparently raped her. But the whole thing is, hush money, baby. If you're a very wealthy, rich motherfucker, you can make shit go away. And that's what happened. He made shit go away. And people will go, well, there was he was never convicted of it. There was never a civil suit. Well, yeah, because he offered this woman X amount of dollars and she disappeared into the ether. And I don't, I'm not going to be the first one to say what the specifics are because I don't know the fucking specifics. But I do know that he gave this woman a lot of money. Why <laughs> did you give this woman a lot of money? And he even, he came forth and said something along the lines of looking back on it, how she interpreted things was different than how I interpreted things. 
So he essentially was saying, like, yeah, he, he recognizes the fact thought, no, that he go. did something. <laughs> well, he, he, he thought that the chick was into it, is what he was. Apparently, it was pretty rough sex. That's how Kobe liked it. He liked it rough, meaning he wanted her to choke him and spank his ass. I, I don't know. But, uh, so, yeah, so that, that's what all that rape shit is, though, man. So uh, he's lost a lot of shit. It shows a lack of good judgment. I don't know that I would want to make my thing being... Making fun of dead celebrities? Yeah, pointing out flaws of dead celebrities. Yeah, they probably all have flaws, but I don't think it does you particularly good to be the person to be known for pointing out their flaws when they die. <laughs> yeah, to me it seems like it's a, a it's an attention grab. I mean, Ari's had a lot of things going for him. He was the host, the original host of this uh, Comedy Central show called, uh, what was it, I Can't Believe This Is Not Happening, which is a, was a good show because he'd have comedians on who would tell just crazy fucking stories. So, like, I can't believe that this is happening. And so it was a great show. Roy Wood Jr. does it now. I forget why Roy took it over. Ari, Ari ended up going on to do something else, I think. But it's just, you know... Whatever, he does his own podcast called The Skeptic Tank. He's a regular guest on Joe Rogan's podcast. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Ari. I would say probably not a lot, to be honest. I think he will be okay. But he's the kind of guy who can write a tweet like that and sort of get away with it. Because, yeah, Ari's an asshole, and he's supposed to be an asshole. And so... You get allowed to be the thing that you pretend to be. Yeah. It still shows a lack of judgment. Well, it's it's a shitty thing for him to pretend to be, right? I'm the fucking cock who uh, is going to make fun of uh, Kobe Bryant passing away and whatever other celebrity who passed away. It's, the, it's an awful thing to be known for, right? Why would you want to be that guy? Yeah. You don't want to be that guy. You know who you want to be like uh, there, Mr. Jason? You want to be like this uh, 98-year-old uh, lady. She's not a boomer. She's too fucking old. She's the boomer's mom, right? Well, you use her as my lot after you complete your... Oh, you got, you got something about an old fuck? Well, I had my, one of my topics for the discussion tonight is what makes you... When are you old? Oh, shit. So, I already know I'm old, man. I know I'm old. Well, uh, when, when I can no longer figure out how to work the VCR, that's when I knew I was old. So I was old at the age... I was the old at the age of 21. Uh, but the the editor of MLive, the uh, web part of the Grand Rapids Press here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, he was bemoaning the fact of... Uh, civility going on, or the lack thereof it on, like, social media and elsewhere. And so he just read Ari's death shit. <laughs> yes. He was like, because oh, he was talking about how he wanted to get rid of, like, his social media, whether it was Facebook or Twitter or whatever. And so he received a letter from this woman who lives here in Grand Rapids. Her name is Helen Pence. I don't think they're making Helens anymore either, right? Helens she are going away. Helen from, wasn't it Ask Helen years ago in the paper? Ask Helen? What was the one that you would write in for? Heloise. Heloise, you'd Which write. is even worse. I've never <laughs> heard of any Heloise. What the hell? She was who you'd write for etiquette questions? Yes. Oh, okay. But Helen Pence is 98 years old, and she expressed some uh, frustrations. But in her letter that she had passed along to the editor, she wrote, As I get older, I find it's harder to understand people who talk very fast. 
The words begin to blend together and it is hard to understand what is being said. I tell people that I hear more slowly now than I used to. We'll make this podcast slow. just for you, That's right. Alan. Slow it down to, uh, what, a 45? <laughs> I find that other people have the same problem. And uh, the, the editor writes, yes, Helen, and not just for age-related reasons. Helen's not on social media, but she wants what I want, people to slow down and communicate ideas in a way that allows the substance to come through. I was struck by Helen's simple wisdom and also by her continued interest in staying politically aware and active for as long as she has. So I joined her son and visited her at the living center that she was at. God, this guy sounds like today's Tom Rademacher. Yeah! Tom Rademacher, for those who don't know, was this asshole in Grand Rapids. <laughs> he would write about people uh, in the community and he would he would connect with them or whatever. Not. I used to like Tom, but at the end of it, I was like, this guy's just a fucking curmudgeon. You know who I actually like more than Tom was Charles Honey. Do you remember Charles Honey? No. Charles Honey was the religious editor, and I thought it was just weird that I would connect more with the religious editor than Tom Rademacher, but I did, because I just kind of liked his way and thought process of allowing everybody to kind of believe in what they believe in, as long as we're good to one another and not causing any problems. Yeah, and that's the problem with religion, is that it's not that fucking way it should be. So Tom was very homespun. Yeah, to the, to the extent corny. that it was, yeah, very, uh, you, you didn't believe it. <laughs> no, I didn't believe it. It seemed very much uh, uh, color by numbers kind of thing. It's like, do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, if he finds you do something odd or quirky, he goes out and sees you and writes about it in colorful, what was that... Guy from Minnesota had a famous oh uh, Garrison Keeler yeah he writes yeah. about it in Garrison Lake Keeler type, type terminology sure. right where everybody feels good and loves each other and remembers the quaint old days when we folded a cloth napkin beside our pipes <laughs> uh, and shared our etiquette and spoke slowly so. Helen could follow along. So Helen could follow <laughs> Helen, the 98-year-old. <laughs> Helen uh, talked about being in high school. She's like, I took civics in high school. And the teacher said we should not only vote, but that we should know what we are voting for. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Helen. I agree with you so far. You need to pay attention and make up your own mind. Helen's husband ran a print shop in Grand Rapids and made signs and stickers for candidates of both political parties, so he was careful not to profess his own leanings. And was open-minded about working with everyone, she said. Similarity, she learned to listen to other perspectives and said she has voted for Republicans and Democrats on their merits over the many elections in her lifetime. Helen has lived through the, the Depression, World War II, the Cold War, Vietnam, the tumult of the 60s and 70s, Watergate, and on up to 9-11 and the subsequent wars in the Middle East. So I asked, you've seen it all, what era was the worst? What did she say? No. She did! She yeah. said, oh, it's pretty bad now. It's, uh, well, yeah. yeah. without despairing, going despairingly into the pit of politics, as I commented on the last podcast, I listened to a lot of political podcasts, and I've listened along to the impeachment, and I was just commenting to my wife tonight that the worst thing about this is it's going to set the boundary out farther now. Sure. And everybody always operates within and up to the boundary. And I fear the boundary is moving 
so far out that we're, it's we're gonna s- be. You know how the Trump's whole slogan was "Drain the swamp." No, it's, we're, it's fucking we're it's expanding the swamp. The swamp. Yeah, the swamp's fucking <laughs> everywhere now, man. I mean, it's mudslinging and all sorts of horse shit, and I. I'm not a fucking fan of it, man. I honestly believe if you are a celebrity in any kind of capacity, you cannot run for office. I don't, I don't want any fucking, like, a singer, an actor, or a football player. I don't want any of these fuckers in office. No. No. You're famous for something else, and that does not mean that you could be a good politician. They talk about getting rid of the politicians. I don't. Maybe the politicians are good because they're fucking there. They're good politicians as a result of it, right? You're a good businessman because you're a good businessman. Well, yeah, even one of the criticisms up until now of Pete Buttigieg has been that he has spent his whole life preparing to be president. Yeah. I would rather, regardless of whether you peach a guy, I would rather someone had been spending their whole life preparing and understanding policy positions than be famous for something else and translate an utter lack of knowledge to a position that seems to we seem to be demonstrating in our current era that it needs some kind of background and knowledge sure <laughs> i don't think we should change just for the sake of change no uh with that said oh that's all right all, yeah that's let's all we'll get, into. we'll get off of politics because we've lost our scant few listeners so we're going to go six, back to what member mafia what makes you old uh great pubes are you old great pubes <laughs> that might be one of our criteria. I thought uh, when we get to the end of this, we could do a uh, Twitter poll. Okay. <laughs> but in 2016, a Marist poll asked Americans if they thought a 65-year-old qualified as old. And interestingly, 60% of respondents between the ages of 18 to 29 said yes. All right. But only 16% of respondents age 60 or older shared that opinion. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And overall, two-thirds of all poll respondents considered 65 to be middle-aged or even young. Which, young might be stretching it. It's, it's old. It's old. It's old. I get it. You're old. Like, you, if anything, if you're going to say, oh, he's middle-aged, you're old middle-aged. You're not fucking, you're not going to live to be 130 years old. Get the fuck that, out of that here. That was one of the exact uh, sightings in the article. Somebody said, well, yeah, I can't be calling myself middle-aged. They said, because I'm not going to live to 130. Yeah, yeah. You're, sorry, we're on the down end. Like, I, I, I'm going to be 50 this year. I'm not going to live to be 100. Very few people live to be 100. I know more and more people are, but in the grainer scheme of things, no. I'm, I'm on the down spiral here. It's <laughs> over, baby. Sarah, didn't you say she was 98? Jamie, Jamie's ninety-eight. No, oh, Helen. Oh, Helen. Helen's ninety-eight. <laughs> Helen's Helen's middle age. She's ninety-eight. So on that note, American English speakers are converging on an answer that is of what to call old people. That is very similar to racist, old, but has another syllable tacked on as a crucial a crucial softener. The seemingly most accepted term is becoming older. Older? Jesus. Okay. <laughs> but here's some There's of the old, terms. Older. Here's some of the terms that we can discuss whether which terms are acceptable. All right. Gray hair? Senior. God. Okay. <laughs> no comments on no. senior? Dumb. It's that dumb. is one of the most common euphemisms for old age. Yeah, senior citizens and all that. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> How about elderly? 
Yeah, uh, there. These aren't any new terms. I mean, those are all no, terms. No, we're discussing another. Which one's acceptable? Oh, yeah, sure. No, seniors acceptable. Elderly's acceptable. I thought they were going to come up with something new for me. Uh, well, elderly, they've discovered, is often associated with frailty and limitation. And okay. the New York Times style book warns, use this vague term with care. All right. <laughs> another one is aging. Jesus Christ. Yeah, a baby's aging as well. That's Dumb term. It. Hey, you are right in line with the thinking in this article because they said it's accurate but vague. It doesn't apply because it really applied to the older generation because everyone's aging all the time. Yeah, we're all aging. Shit, it's dumb. Next. Retiree. I don't know. You can retire when you're 30, right? Yeah. If, you, if you've been really good uh, business-wise, whatever, you retire in your 30s, that happens. F- fuck that guy retires at 30. Hey, if you're Baron Trump, you're, maybe you're retired yeah. now. <laughs> you're retired at 10. I'm done, baby. Cashing out. How about uh, next choice is geriatric. See, now that's, uh, I hate that term because it's, it, it's very kind of, it's a sociology type term and I don't fucking like it, so. Yeah, they said it's There's a gerontology network in Grand Rapids, or there used to be, so I, I hate it. Another option is elder. It's no, that's no different than elderly. Well, they, they didn't like the term elder in this article. It sounds religious. Because it implies wisdom to people who may yeah. lack it. Yeah, it doesn't reply uh, imply that at all. Just because you're old doesn't mean you're wise. You just, sure. You managed to do enough to not die. That's what <laughs> happened. Mature is another choice. Mature, mature is a, uh, a subsection on porno sites. You want to watch the mature porn? Sure. And here's one I hadn't heard before. Okay. Perennials. Perennials? I, I, I'm, I don't think I'm aware of that one either. An inventive plant-inspired label intended to convey lasting value and consistent renewal. Oh, so like plants. Yes. The fucking plant. No, no, I don't like that either. It's dumb. They're uh, gray hairs, uh, gray panthers, none of that stuff. That's what I want. I want gray. The term gray. <laughs> Throw it no, in. No, that wasn't one of the options. Huh. No, nothing like wrinkles. No, but policymakers have their own narrow answer. Oh, Jesus, what do they call them? In the research world and in the policy world, 65 is the number used to demarcate entry into old age. Yes. And you're eligible for Social Security, for yeah. Medicare. Although they did note for policy planning purposes, however, over 75 is a much more meaningful demographic than over 65. Okay. Because... Statistically, in the over age seven, in the over seventy five age category, is when people become significantly more likely to develop a chronic disease. Yeah, which yes ties into an earlier discussion we had on the podcast All because right. I commented that I didn't want to vote for any candidate over the age of seventy. Yes, sure, because they're going to get dementia like our current president has. <laughs> and here is a list of ages. For candidates that are still in the race. Yeah, they're all old. Elizabeth Warren. She's like 65. 70. She's 70. Donald Trump. He's 76, right? 73. Three. Uh-huh. Michael Bloomberg. He's 73, too, or something. 77. 77, yeah. Joe Biden. He's in his 70s. 77. Yeah. And finally, at the top of the yeah. heap, Bernie. Bernie, yeah, Bernie's 78. old fuck. But Bernie doesn't act like he's 78, but yes, I will agree that he is 78. He's old shit. 
No, but uh, going if, even if you revise my earlier thing to say, you know, they said they're over 75 is a more meaningful demographic. Yeah. The only one of those who will not be 75, assuming they were elected, would be in there during their term in office would be Elizabeth Warren. All the others will be reach 75 or be beyond 75. When they, when, if they were elected, sure. If they were elected. And I still contend that that's, I don't, I think that's fraught with peril that we keep. Right, right. That we're voting the for The leader board is filled with these old people. Right, who don't, there's not, I don't think there's a whole lot of connect with the younger generation. And I've said that publicly, I've said it on social media, if Trump wins again, I'm blaming the young kids. I'm blaming them for not getting out and voting in a certain level of apathy. And it's always been there. They've, they've talked about apathy amongst young voters when I was a young voter. And I'm like, hey, now that I'm the middle-aged guy, I'm looking at you, young fucks. Why aren't you fucking voting? You're okay with this shit that's going on? All right, well, then fuck off. You get what you get. Well, and, and Trump doesn't care about young people. Aisle, aren't a lot of young people are energized for Sanders. I think there's a lot of younger people who are energized for Sanders. And I just... Uh, they call them sand bros or something? Yeah, even if you agreed with his positions, I just don't like the idea. Because we remember during our lifetime. Yeah. What do we know now about Ronald Reagan looking back? That he was a lunatic. <laughs> that he was he apparently called, suffering dementia. Yeah, he called people colors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huge racist, everybody. He jelly bellies. Yes, jelly bellies. Uh, he was in the Genesis uh, video. Traded arms for hostages. and yeah, uh, tear down that wall. And, uh, yeah, was losing his mind. Yeah, he was a lunatic <laughs> that somehow stayed in there. So, yeah, I... You know, I'm not, I'm not enthralled by anybody really right now, man, on the Democratic side. So, I mean, I, last time I would have voted for Bernie, but uh, sorry, I would close that. Uh, but, you know, Bernie wasn't there. So, uh, I, I'm with you, man. I'd prefer to vote for someone like in their 50s, maybe. God bless America. What is going on here? Hold on, everybody. It's fucking, all these goddamn ads pop up. There we go. To keep it, to lighten it up on yeah. our old people discussion, I do have a couple of old people jokes. <laughs> oh, shit. Please tell me they're good, Jason. I always question your sense of humor. You know you're old when you cough and it causes you to accidentally fart at the same time. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. And it sharted. <laughs> You know you're old when you hear your favorite songs in an elevator. Yeah, the grocery store. Oh, God. You know you're old when you buy a jitterbug. <laughs> hey, who doesn't love the jitterbug, man? I want to almost get one just because then I get rid of this goddamn smartphone. And I had two specifically for our missing co-host. Oh, did you? Okay. So these, when you listen, are for you, Jamie. Uh-huh. This one, you got to give it the time on it. Uh-oh. You know you're old when you spot a gray hair. On your kid. On your Jesus. On your kid. I kept waiting for uh, your nipple or something like that. Right. And finally, you know you're old when you see a cute guy and calculate whether you could be his mother. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm interested in you or your dad. You know, that kind of thing. So. Well, all right, this is it. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday, Jason. Who are, Who's in the Super Bowl? Do you know? The Chiefs and the 49ers. All right. Yeah, that impressed me, man. I wasn't sure if you would. I don't think I'm going to watch it. You're not going to watch it? No. Nah. Really? No. 
Yeah. I mean, well, I does, it, does it mark the end of an era that none of the, uh, you know, for the longest time we've seen the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's, the yeah. Peyton Manning's. It's Always over, baby. One of them. In nah, there. one of those guys, Drew Brees, somebody will come back next year. This year is just Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, Patrick Mahomes. Good for them. I'm glad it's two teams. Like, Kansas City hasn't been in it in 50 years. In uh, San Francisco, it's been at least a decade, but they haven't won it in, like, I don't know, 20 years, 30 years, probably. Has it been a 30 decade years? already? Pardon? Has it been a decade since they were there with Harbaugh and that? Uh, probably pretty close, what yeah. The, the, you know, what's the guy's name with the big afro that got kicked uh, out of the Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I think he was it's there when they, he was their quarterback when they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, okay, maybe maybe not a decade. Maybe it's been more like uh, seven years. But they lost. Yeah. But yeah, they lost. They <laughs> lost to the Ravens. Uh, Ray Lewis, the murderer, uh, the Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> well, he dies. Uh, what's his name? Ari, I'll be yeah, on the yeah. ready. All right. <laughs> Uh, so you're not going to watch it, but are, do you have a, uh, any idea on who's going to win, Chiefs or Niners? Who are you calling? Uh, probably the Chiefs would be my guess. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for the Chiefs, but everybody seems to think that the Niners will win because their defense is crushing. I was going to say, everything I'd heard, I haven't watched either of the teams play this year, but I, everything I'd heard is that Kansas City has a high-potency offense, but the not, quarterback's not better. a very good defense. I think their quarterback is better. I think their quarterback's going to do enough to win. I think it'll be a close game, but uh, Kansas City is going to eke it out. I think they're going to win by, like, six points. So, but uh, like you, probably, and a lot of Americans, probably don't necessarily watch the game because of the game. There's other things going on, whether it's the commercials or food or whatever. So, uh, but there is a cardinal sin with a food it's Super Bowls. What do you think that might be? It's Super Bowl parties. What do you think the cardinal sin is? A type of food to have or something you do with Something food. you do with food. I'm sure most people overeat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yep, that's true. But this, uh, cardinal sin, a lot of people like to double dip. Oh, the chip. The good old Dumber like Dip Burrito. George, it's like putting your whole mouth into the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's the guacamole or the queso or whatever, the French onion. I've always been a big fan of French onion dip, man. I like the French onion dip. But a lot of people do it. So uh, the worst offenders uh, in double dipping are uh, people from Texas. Apparently are the worst offenders. They like to double dip a whole lot. They like to double dip. Followed by New Yorkers and people from Washington. I don't really understand why. But you have a problem with it, right? You don't do it. Would you freak out if you saw someone else do it? <laughs> yeah, I would never double dip. Would, would I never freak out if someone else did it? Yes. Well, probably not. <laughs> I double dip all the time, but I make sure that it's like my own sauce or whatever, right? Yeah, like it's, I was gonna it's say, not if communal. I'm, if I'm, yeah, if I'm at something like that, I'd probably spoon out onto my plate what I'm going to use. So right. then I can dip yeah, my yeah, heart's yeah, content. all the time, man. I, I fucking love it, man. If I saw someone do it, I'd be like, hey, you stupid colored. That's what I would yell at them. So. <laughs> I would have more. I have more pause. I don't know what to say. I would. I have more pause. Not when I'm dipping and worrying about other people dipping, but yeah. when I'm somewhere where there's like a communal thing of candy, open candy like M&M's oh, sure. or peanuts. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't me. want to take any yeah, part of that. that gives me hesitation. They always talk about like that's, you know, people put their hands in it, but, you know, they came out of the bathroom, they didn't wash their hands or they sneezed into their hands or whatever. So, yeah, I don't, oh, yeah. I would not, you know, that was like when you leave the Chinese buffet restaurant and there's this bowl of, 
those old kind of like uh, chalky oh, yeah, candies or whatever, candies. which I love. I yeah. love those chalky candies, but now they need to be like individually wrapped or whatever. Because yeah, I'm not sticking my hand in that fucking bowl. So uh, other uh, atrocities that happen. You know uh, why that is though. Why what? Why you have to have that fear, and you should know this, particularly as someone who's out and about and in public restrooms more yeah. than others. Like if you're at the studio, yeah, and you go into the restroom as you're washing your hands on the, at the counter, a number of people walk out behind you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're when you're washing your hands at the counter at the studio, you're usually by yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know who's doing what. So yeah, yeah I pay attention to people not doing it. Other food atrocities, Jason. These are some gross things I've never even heard. People putting a ketchup on pasta. What fucking lunatic is doing that? Uh, ordering a well-done steak. How do you order your steak, man? Medium well. Medium well. <laughs> See, I, I guess I'm the fucking lunatic when I was eating steak. I would get a steak well done. I know you're not supposed to. My wife that's orders it well done yeah. just because I think she would like it medium well, but she is always worried at most restaurants they tend to undercook rather than overcook. Sure. I, I don't want anything super bloody or raw. Some lunatic. I don't understand these lunatics. I see it sometimes and I don't understand it. People who eat pizza with a utensil. What the oh, fuck is wrong with that? It's we hand just, food. We were just at... Uh, we just had a gathering with some friends Saturday night. Oh, when God, they handed out the paper plates for the pizza. And they had to go, uh, could we have a little silverware? Ugh. I hope you said, get out! No, we were get the ones asking. You, us. get out! I hope they said it to you then. You, get out! <laughs> Fucking. I mean, like, I get there's like the deep dish pizzas, but I mean, those are technically made for you to eat with utensils, like a knife and a fork. Essentially, deep dish Deep dish pizzas, fucking lasagna, more in my my eyes is what it is. But man, if you get a slice from Pizza Hut or something, so you eat it with your hands, baby. I mean, like people, I've seen people eat chicken wings with a fork and a knife, like not boneless chicken wings, real chicken wings with the bones. Like, how the fuck are you doing that? You need to get in there with your hands and you're not, and it's sloppy and it's messy, and I I get that, but fucking. Put down the utensils and be a man. Let's go. How many more of these do we have? Uh, da, da, da. Not a ton more, not really, so. But it's fun. I, I, yeah, I know. I, I'm not saying that as a complaint. I'm curious. Too. I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to sit at home and watch the game. I'll see what oh, I yeah, can we do. Got, we it's, got invited to a party, but we turned it down. <laughs> I, uh,. I don't. We don't have television here, but they play. They're gonna play the game on Yahoo Sports on the Yahoo Sports app, so I can get it on my phone. But I know on our TV they also have Yahoo Sports on the TV, so I'm thinking I can get it on the TV through the Yahoo Sports app, and that's how I'll watch it. If not, I'm gonna watch it on this four-inch uh, phone that I fucking have and watch it there. And it'll be awful, but I just don't feel like going out. I just don't want to do it. I don't want to be social. Yeah, well, we, like I said, we got invited to a party, and uh, well, we've been out the last two weekends, and my wife was like, I don't want to no go. More. No more. No are more. You, are you sitting there going to watch the game at all? I doubt it, just because I'm not into it. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. All right. Yeah, we're probably, heavily into the crown right now, so we'll probably watch it. God, you're a nerd. <laughs> yeah, we're into some fucking dumb English bullshit, whatever, <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, so that's it, man. That's the podcast. 
It's uh, hopefully this shit we came never out had okay. Any Jamie? I, I, yeah, she left. She apparently she texted. She left about twenty minutes ago. She she won't even show up when we're actually done with this. But uh, you know, I've been recording this, and it looks like it's recording. I'm hoping the the sound everything came out okay. I did it, so uh, there wasn't there was the weird stereo component of you would be talking to the one microphone, and they'd only hear it in the left ear, and then I'd be talking on the right, and they'd only hear it in the right ear. So I got rid of that. So now I'm just hopeful that it's fucking fine. Like people complain, sounds like you're underwater or whatever. <laughs> like yes, I'm aware. It's this is a work in process. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm an old man. I I should be a baby boomer. I should call people color. It's all this awful shit. Faggots. It's all aw- I should open up for Ari Shafir. All this shit. I probably got Jude one day. Uh, ah, I got I got Jude on this fucking component of fucking music. I got jipped. I don't jipped. All this stuff. Oh God. So, uh, but hope we'll put it up. Oh, also, uh, I'm doing the polar plunge on Saturday, and uh, I know a lot of people who listen to the podcast contributed. That I'm over six hundred dollars. I'm Whoa. pretty close to seven hundred dollars, and I. Wasn't even expecting that. I was hoping just to get two hundred dollars. Yeah, so, when we first talked to you, we were like hoping to get to one hundred fifty. Yeah, no. So it's crazy. I, you know, kudos to all of you. I know some people made some very generous donations, and I appreciate everyone who did. So if you're a part of the mafia and you donated, thank you very much. Uh, the the jump or the polar plunge is happening on Saturday at one at Fifth Third Ballpark. That's when it starts. Like I can pre, I can register from like noon to one and they're going to let people start jumping at one so I don't know when I am going to get in but I am uh, wearing a costume I've already got it planned out and I uh, want to Facebook live Jamie uh, is supposed to be coming and uh, I want her to Facebook live so that will be over on my fan page on the facial book so if people want to see any of that nonsense I uh, I can't lie Jason I'm dreading it I, I gonna, there's a certain say, level of anxiety. Seven hundred, seven hundred dollars. You can't back down. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I cannot back down. But there is a level of anxiety. I'm gonna do it. But there is a level of anxiety. I'm taking ice bath, ice baths before when I was doing the triathlons, and that was never any fun. But this will be completely different. But uh, yeah, be sure to look for that over on my uh, social media page. Uh, please go like our fan page at Twitter and the facial look. And uh, there's the Six Member Mafia, if you want that as well, too. And uh, that's it. Patreon on Saturday. I'll be doing a Patreon, probably talking all about the uh, the polar plunge. Oh, yeah. That'll be post-plunge. Uh, so post-plunge Patreon. The whole story. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so that's it, right? We're done? Yeah. No, we're done. So thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you uh, next time we talk to you. All right. Goodbye. Okay,